it is one of the components that can lead to better heart health. So first off, I'm going to ask you a question, Ray. How much sleep do you get a night? Uh, five and a half to six hours. Oh, no. So <laughs> one in three adults don't get the recommended amount of sleep, which is seven to nine hours of sleep a night. I know. But I, I try to make up for it in the midday as I take about a 45-minute nap, and I know that's difficult to do, but I try. Well, napping will definitely help. But if you don't get the recommended amount of sleep, you put your body at risk for a lot of health disorders. Alzheimer's disease, cardiovascular disease, um, depression, diabetes, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, high cholesterol. All of those things make you two times as likely to suffer from a heart attack or stroke just from not getting enough sleep. And talk about, if you can, Jennifer, and Jennifer McNeil mm-hmm. is with us from the American Heart Association. How, talk about the effect of the lack of sleep and how it affects the heart. And I'm not asking you to be a cardiovascular doctor, <laughs> but I'm sure through the research and your presentations and stuff, you can probably weed through that question a little bit. Sure. So the main reason is because while you're sleeping, it allows your body to heal, repair cells and tissues and blood vessels. And you need that time because if you are awake and moving and active and not sleeping, your body doesn't have the time to repair the cells and the tissues and especially those blood vessels. And that is so important for your heart health. One of the main things that lack of sleep can cause, and studies have shown this, is hardening of the arteries. And that restricts the blood flow. And that can lead to cardiovascular issues down the line. But it also leads to bad behaviors because if you're awake late at night, what are you doing? You're making a trip to the fridge, right? Mm -hmm. You're eating. You're on your phone. You're scrolling. And the blue light from your phone can keep you awake an additional 45 minutes to an hour even after you want to go to sleep. Just from looking at that blue light on your phone, you know, before bedtime. None of those things are going to help you get the seven to nine hours of sleep that you need. It can lead to memory issues, unhealthy eating habits, obesity. Um, Your body has a lot of inflammation. When you're sleeping, that inflammation calms down and is able to be repaired. While you're awake, the inflammation can cause problems within your body. So sleep, although it doesn't seem like a big deal, really is a big deal. With us is Jennifer McNeil again with the American Heart Association. And Jennifer, you kind of laid out some of the things to do not do if you're trying to get some sleep. But what about those? And, you know, it's tricky for them. They go into the bedroom, they try to get some sleep, and they toss and turn. We we talk amongst the third floor here at the Rubber City Radio Group all the time about having a difficult time getting to sleep at night sometimes. What are some of some helpful aids for us to maybe get a better night's rest? One of the biggest tips I can give you, and we just briefly talked about it, was to get off your phone, to, to make sure. One of the things that I do is I set an alarm at night. So I allow myself a half an hour of scrolling time when I get into bed, and then my alarm goes off and I shut the phone down. I walk across the room, I plug it in, I walk back over to my bed, I get into bed and I go to sleep. Those two things can really help you to stay off your phone. Set patterns for yourself. Try to go to bed at around the same time every night so that your body knows, because your body will get into a routine. Oh, it's bedtime. Your body will start to naturally kind of wind down and shut, shut down and 
And so you head into that healthy sleeping. You know, exercising during the day will help you. Studies have shown if you exercise 30 minutes a day, that'll give you an additional 14 minutes of sleep at night. Give yourself that time. Go for a nice walk. Get on the treadmill. Do an exercise video. You know, ride your Peloton. Uh, that will allow you to get better sleep at night. Really, the, the main thing is you learn to shut it down. Learn that when it's time, you know, you need to go to bed. You need to get seven to nine hours of sleep. Start to wind it down. When you look at the clock, you're like, oh, man, it's 11. I have to get up at 7. I better start winding this down. Start to train your body to learn how to go to sleep. It's like training your kid. When you have a newborn baby, you want to sleep train them. You need to sleep train yourself, too. Jennifer McNeil is with us, the American Heart Association. So, Jennifer, let's go back to the effects it has on the heart. I'm sure you have numbers and what research tells you. If you don't get the proper amount of rest, how that increases the chance for heart disease. So the three big links between a lack of sleep and heart disease have to do with high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and hardening of the arteries. Those are the three big things. People who sleep five four, five, six hours a night consistently have been shown to have a 30% higher risk for high blood pressure, high cholesterol, hardening of the arteries. Those three things are definitely going to lead to cardiovascular disease sometime in your life if you don't get them under control. You are going to be twice as likely to suffer from a heart attack or a stroke. That's the big link. Those are the three things that have been proven statistically over and over again that a lack of sleep will cause. It's something, and I think Jennifer opened up our discussion, folks, earlier by saying we kind of laugh about this. We don't get enough sleep. You even heard me chuckle when Jennifer said, oh, boy, Ray, you're in trouble. You're not getting the right amount of sleep. But what she is saying is it really is serious stuff, and it is important stuff. And sometimes when you don't get enough of that rest, it's like a snowball rolling down the hill of bad health and what she is saying in this month of March, maybe straighten out some of those crooked rows in regards to your getting your sleep. It's national sleep awareness month. Use some of the things that Jennifer brought to the table to maybe help you get a better night's rest. I know in the, in the past when I was younger, Jennifer, I would put that TV on in the room and I would go to sleep with the TV, but I never got a good night's rest because of that flickering of the light. As I've gotten older, I, we basically have our TV unplugged in our room. But what I do do, because I don't like the silence, is I put on like thunderstorms and rainstorms coming through uh, audio-wise, and that really helps me get to sleep. So find out what works for you. But some things, as Jennifer mentioned, will not work for you. Take it serious. Jennifer, thank you for the time, the insight, and the visit. Do you have something set up maybe at the American Heart Association website where people can get some more information? Absolutely. If you go to heart.org, we have a whole page on sleep and healthy sleeping habits. And we have a lot of infographics, too, that will give you some really good, useful tips to help you get better sleep. And I should say, if you are suffering from a sleep disorder, uh, that does need physician care. So you need to speak to your physician. If you're finding that you're sleeping one or two hours a night or if you have breathing problems, please talk to your doctor about that.